VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. On with Mario Lopez. Cool, You're on with Mario Lopez. Joining me now on Zoom from This Is Us, actor, my guy Milo Ventimiglia. Welcome to the show, man. How you been? Thanks, Mario. I'm good, brother. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Uh, a lot I want to talk about, but of course, let's start with This Is Us. The final season is uh-huh. coming up. I'm fascinated, Milo, how they've been able to, being a fan of the show and, and watching it, um, continue to go back and forth. And I thought once we discovered how your character, and I don't think I'm spoiling anything because it's been a while now, no. how your People character... People need to have watched. Yeah, exactly. Need I need to watch at this point. spoiling something. What? Exactly. Once he, once we discovered that he, he died and uh, with the fire, and the th- I thought, okay, where can they go from... That's it. That's the peak, right? But no, they kept... And it was like, wow, so kudos to, to the writing staff there. But with that said, what's in store uh, for the family? Oh man. I mean, you know, knowing, knowing that I feel like when the show first started, we were kind of, um, driving things forward from the past. Now I think we're kind of reversing it. We're going from the future back toward the present mm. and understanding, you know, in the beginning, I think the, the big mystery was all about, uh, Jack's death. And of course, how it impacted his family, his children, his wife, but now what we started to see are kind of the, the breadcrumb trail of Rebecca's legacy and Rebecca's impact on her children and Rebecca's life post uh, her marriage to Jack and, and, you know, remarrying to Miguel and all of that. So I think we're kind of going the swinging in the other direction mm-hmm. of the pendulum of parents you know, one direction was Jack toward the beginning, the first season, second season, third season. And now it's kind of swung the other way where it's it's about Rebecca and this kind of re- the back half of Rebecca's life. So, you know, understanding that she's going through um, some Alzheimer's um, and some dementia 
And knowing that we've jumped kind of around in the future, played in the future mm. a little bit, and kind of understand, oh, maybe this is coming. I think what we're going to see this season is more reflecting on Rebecca's life and Rebecca on Rebecca's impact to her kids. Um, and of course, you know, Jack will still be there. <laughs> Jack will be around in memory. It's just, you know, his, his, his kids are growing up. So, you know, we may have to find uh, different sets of children. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we've already dealt with alcoholism. So we got to wrap that one up. We dealt with war. Right. Wrap that one up. Um, a lot of layers to Jack. <laughs> a lot of layers to Jack. There's always something to do with sure. that. So, so yeah. much great content on television right now. It's, it, it truly is the, uh, the golden age with quality TV. And This Is Us seems to break from the network pack. Congratulations on the Emmy because Thanks, I believe you guys are like one of the only guys from, um, yeah. right? From a network show to be nominated. That's got to feel even extra yeah. special. If it, I mean, listen, if it always feels good to be in the conversation. You know, I, I don't know that there's the goal of wanting to be recognized, but I think there's just a lot of hardworking people who are talented and, and, we're telling the stories that we want to tell the way we want to tell them. So being recognized is just, it's nice. I know it's not something we're aiming for, but it is always nice when that happens. And then, you know, on top of it, it's nice when, when some of us individually get nominated. So, absolutely. You know, Good for you. Good yeah. for you. I know uh, you, you've directed a couple episodes of the show, correct? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you looking uh, for, for more opportunities to do that outside of the show and what have you? I mean, I listen, I started directing at 25 doing interstitial campaigns for the WB network. Remember the WB? Yeah, before? of course. Yeah. Before yeah, CW. Course, man. We all remember the WB. Yeah. Banan, the frog. Right. The frog. Um, <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I was doing interstitials and commercial campaigns and digital stuff, kind of low hanging fruit. Um, so it's been nice that Fogelman and Ken Olin have brought me on board to direct a little bit more. Also, again, you know, where that pendulum swings and things are focusing more on Rebecca, that kind of slims down Jack's storylines a little bit and putting me behind the camera to direct gives me an opportunity just to spend more time with the crew creatively. Yeah, smart. So I think it's a smart pivot on productions and to just, Hey, we like having that Vince Amelia around. So let's just throw him behind the camera because maybe he also likes to shoot pretty pictures too. And everybody knows him. He likes everybody. So there you, know, you go. It's, it's been fun. And I think I'm, I think I'm already on the boards to direct one, possibly another one by uh, the end of the season. Too. Nice man. Good for you. Yeah. Um, you're, you're also part of this podcast, Strawberry Spring. Now, uh, th this is a fictional drama. I, I picture something like old time radio or what's it about? Am I off? Exactly, man. Exactly. So when I was a kid growing up, my dad on these long uh, car road trips we'd go on, he'd listen to these old radio plays, like kind of old talkies. You know, you're hearing the folly, like, all right, we're going to go see what's going on behind this door. You know, yeah. right, let's talk to him. Hey, what do you say? You know, all these different things. But uh, the new scripted podcast, radio shows, radio plays, um, it's kind of taking a note from all those old time creative storytelling uh, uh, ideas from the past. And this one is based on Strawberry Springs, based on a Stephen King short story. Hmm. And Lee Metzger took that 11 page story and recrafted it. And it's about a journalist um, who in this town of, um, of uh, uh, 
Oh my God, why am I blanking on the name? I recorded this thing and now I'm blanking on the name. We got so many things running through my head. Is, um, is it a real New, town New or Sharon. a fictitious town? No, the, uh, the the town where this takes place, uh, New Sharon, um, in the uh, the north northeast. Because of course, Stephen King things kind of take place in the northeast. Sure. Um, and it's about uh, a guy investigating a serial killer, a Jack the Ripper esque kind of character. And it's the discovery that these murders keep happening, and it's and it's a recurring thing. Um, it happens, you know, once or twice, then eight years later, it happens again in a similar fashion. Ooh. And so over the course of the eight episodes, you're discovering things about the killer through the point of view of this journalist. And the journalist is played by Garrett Hedlund. Um, oh, wow. And I play a friend of his who's also a radio disc jockey who is at the same time kind of trying to make sense of these killings and yeah. investigate this as well. There's a, a newspaper gal played by Sid, Sydney Sweeney. Um, just like a really wonderful cast too. And it's, uh, you know, a radio play. That's cool, man. Yet another uh, creative yeah. platform right there. I dig it. Yeah, totally. Totally. Milo reboots, of course, uh, are big right now. Nostalgia uh, always seems to be a hit and, and superheroes even bigger. Do, do you think the cast of heroes could ever re reunite? I think they tried it that once, like, what was that about five years ago? They brought it back or did four they, years they ago. They brought it back. Huh. They did. Uh, it was called uh, Heroes Reboot Revival or something. Um, oh, right I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. But it it kind of, I'll be honest, it came in my direction. Um, I was asked to be a part of it, but it didn't feel right. Okay. It felt like Forced. they weren't, you know what it felt like? Honestly, it felt like, the, the powers that be believe that the creative was bigger than the characters. Hmm. And what I find is TV audiences connect with characters because right. they see themselves right. in that character. Absolutely. And what it felt like was they were wanting to use Peter Petrelli in the beginning to pull everybody in to be like, Hey, look, we got the crew back. And then Peter Petrelli was going to go away for a long time and then pop back up at the end. And I was like, yeah, but, what happened to Peter? Yeah. You want to tell a story about Peter or Claire or Hero or, you know, Mohinder Suresh or Nathan Petrelli or, um, you know, anybody else. Like, that's great. But Matt Parkman, um, I don't know. I mean, there yeah. were so many characters, so many different things, but it felt, it just didn't feel right to me. Got it. Got it. It, didn't, it, it felt like, personally, it felt like. Sure. Uh, a, a bait and switch and I wouldn't want to deceive the audience or the fan base of heroes just by being a part of it in like the tiniest yeah. of ways not the creative direction you wanted to go in respect that. no no <laughs> but before I let you go Milo I'm gonna put you on the spot with some quick questions quick answers all right sure what tv show are you watching right now that you uh, recommend aside from your own of course this is horrible, man. I'm not watching anything right now. You know, like last night I got, I got home. I needed to like unplug my brain and I turned on the Robert Redford film, a river runs through it. Really? Just <laughs> to see these beautiful vistas in here, like a simple story. Like, yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. This, yeah. That's not the answer you're going for. Hey. It's not flashy. It's not sexy, but it was like river runs through. It's a great, that the river runs through nothing wrong with that. Okay. Oh yeah. What was the first concert you ever attended? No effects. Wow. The band No FX. Yeah. I was a big punk rock kid as a kid. And um, down in Orange County? Down in Orange County. And I was <laughs> underaged. I actually wasn't allowed to be there, but somehow I got in. And that was like, that was, I think, one of the first That's shows I got good. to. Yeah. 
Who was your celebrity crush growing up? Oh man. Um, I remember as a kid having a uh, Cindy Crawford calendar. Yeah. Yeah, so did I. She owned the black in the black in the black bathing suit. She, you know what? It's so funny because I asked her too, and she goes, "I only made one." She only made one, so she goes, "I know you're yeah. not lying." <laughs> and the thing is, we all had it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all had it. Oh we're, man, we all had it. We're about the same. I know it was actually it was, it was pretty yeah. crazy because uh, we we had a moment where uh, Kate on This Is Us was flipping through a magazine and she asked a question about Cindy Crawford, uh-huh. and it was a conversation with me. So I'm talking to her about Cindy Crawford, and then Cindy Crawford. Instagrammed it or something, and I was like, "Oh my God, uh, Cindy Crawford knows who we are." <laughs> That's surreal. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, all-time favorite Stephen King movie. Ooh, I mean, uh, Cujo. Were you gonna say Cujo? I was just about to say I love Cujo too. Yeah, Especially when we were kids. Great, I don't know yeah. if it holds up, but when we were kids, it was awesome. You know Terrifying. What I mean? Right? Yeah. With that St. Bernard. Yeah. And the, it doesn't hold up? Mm-hmm. You saw it recently? Saw it, uh, like two years ago. One of our producers says it doesn't yeah, hold I up. I saw it like two years ago. It doesn't really Oh, hold. you're breaking my heart. Yeah. Just yeah, man, dude. Cujo. I was, it was it was so funny. Cujo's I was just great. talking with my mom and dad the other day, and I was just like, I'm like, what, what's your guys' favorite book? My dad, without missing a beat, said Cujo. I'm like, God, that was a terrifying movie. Wow. I forgot. Yeah. Of yeah. Um, and last question. Who plays you in the Milo Ventimiglia biopic? Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful casting. You know what? I will nail it and make you proud. <laughs> <laughs> of course. In the meanwhile, course. listen to Strawberry Spring on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. Milo, nice catching up with you, man. Thanks for checking in. Yeah. Always, Mario. Appreciate you, brother. Good All right, seeing brother. you. Take care. You too. All right, man. We'll see you guys. <laughs> on with Mario Lopez. Hey, hey. It's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. All-inclusive vacations make life easy with endless eats, bottomless drinks, and never-ending fun. So booking an all-inclusive vacation should be easy too, right? That's where Apple Vacations comes in. Book your all-inclusive getaway with Apple Vacations and receive exclusive perks at select resorts. You'll find the best deals to Hyatt, Zalara, Riviera Maya in Mexico and enjoy a selection of exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Turn on easy mode at applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.